0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grow With Us. My name is Evan Barden, and I'm your host who helps create conversations with the innovators and leaders of a growing tech center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Grow With Us podcast highlights in Tulsa Talent's work of bridging Tulsa Talent with tech opportunities and the revolutionary work around the city. In Tulsa's mission is to connect talented individuals and companies to stimulate economic growth in Tulsa and to create more prosperous communities across the region. Each episode... Grow With Us discusses the growth of opportunities, the growth of communities striving for change, or the tech and innovation that is changing the landscape of Tulsa. On this episode of Grow With Us, we are in conversation with Gloria Arias, the Diversity Outreach Manager at the Tulsa Community College Outreach Center. We discuss Gloria's work and programming at the Education Outreach Center, access to scholarships to Tulsa Community College, regardless of citizenship status, and the importance of connecting with the Latinx community in Tulsa. In this episode, Gloria answers some of the questions twice, once in English and once in Spanish. This recording was made with consideration for folks that are learning English as a second language and to help listeners who would understand the information provided in Spanish. I'm joined today by Gloria Arias. Thank you so much, Gloria, for being here. I'm, I'm really excited for this conversation.
1: Muchas gracias. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: Gloria, this is going to be a really um, interesting and fun conversation for us to have. I I wanted to kind of start off at the top like I do um, with a lot of my episodes and kind of explaining how we got connected. Um, I was able to get connected to you through a mutual Mm -hmm. connection of ours and former guest on the podcast, Brooke Randalls. She um, connected us and I'm really excited for this conversation. I think Brooke has spoken very highly of you and I'm really excited to share some of the work that you've been doing in the community.
1: Oh, thank you. I hope I will honor what Brooke had said about me. Thank you.
0: Yes, you will for sure. Gloria, go ahead and give us an introduction of yourself and, and tell us your story in whatever way you feel comfortable.
1: Well, thank you. Yes, I came to Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1994. It's been a while already. I wasn't sure what to expect when I look into a map in Mexico City. I am from Mexico City. And find like, OK, the map has a dot. That means that it's the city. <clears throat> so... <laughs> And then I came to Tulsa and I couldn't just couldn't believe it. Uh, It's just a beautiful city with a lot of space, green, and just fell in love with the city. Uh, When I came here, there were not many uh, Latino people. So when I found the restaurants very quickly in Tulsa and I went around and uh, every time when I met somebody who spoke Spanish, I just talked with them. and, And it was just it was nice. However, nowadays, it's amazing, right? Now you can actually learn Spanish from uh, the people who live here in Tulsa because we have uh, a lot of Latinos. So I am very thankful for that. And the, well, the city is very welcoming, um, especially I feel now. you know. So I think that people who are coming to Tulsa from other states or from other countries, uh, they are coming at the right time. And the right moment. And there are a lot of job opportunities and a lot of opportunities to go to school for everything. So when I came here, I have to work on my education. I didn't have, but just basically high school. I was so lucky to be hired by Tulsa Community College. It's the place where I've been working for like almost twenty-three years, and it's been a blessing of a place to work for when i joined the college i knew that i have to work on my education being there it was easier for me you know it was easy to like learn how uh, first of all I start with my spanish certificate that was the easiest thing to me for me to get because yeah. since i speak spanish but then it's like well you my supervisor i had a wonderful supervisor that she said you need to get your associate's degree like okay what is an associate's degree Mm-hmm. I have no idea because our education in Mexico is—we don't have colleges like this, like two years of the university. You know, so I have to understand. Really, took me some time to to learn how the system works here, and then also you have to pay for it. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> like in Mexico, it, yeah, it is not free. <laughs> you know? Higher education in Mexico—if you attend to a public university—you really don't pay anything. But here it took me a while, like, okay, so I need to pay, like, how much do I need to pay? So, uh, but, you know, I started and then got my associate's degree, and then she said, you have to go to the university. So I couldn't, I, I wanted to do my bachelor's degree in Spanish, which was the easiest and, you know, quickest degree to obtain since I speak Spanish. And so I had a chance to go to either TU or NSU and, and to Talequa. Uh I didn't have to think twice, <laughs> you know, not having resources. So I, I was driving, I dropped to uh, Tahlequah for two years, but uh, get my uh, bachelor's degree in Spanish. And I just love it because then I, you know, I've been able to teach Spanish at the college. Uh, and then I continue with my education there at NSU with uh, I got an international business degree. Then, of course, uh, I, it's not enough to teach at the college level. So I did get a master's degree in Spanish education and also an MBA. So those degrees, um, it's been a wonderful decision that I uh, made because uh, that allowed me to be, to do the different things in the college. You know, I work full time at the office on 22nd and Garnet, the Educational outreach center, helping mainly the Hispanic community, but I also get to teach. Yeah. I am teaching right now introduction to business classes, and in the past I have taught Spanish classes as well. So that is um, it, that makes your job really interesting when you can do uh, different things as as you as you do also. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I I love mm-hmm. your your pathway and your journey in education. I think it's um it's it's non traditional, but it should be more traditional in the sense that like you can. You can come to school at any time. And that is what higher education is meant to serve the community at, at any point in your life, at any point when it becomes an, an option for you. So I, I really love um, hearing your journey, and thank you for sharing that.
1: But well, Thank you. It hasn't been easy, especially because of the language. You know, So when I came here, I was already over 30 years old. So uh, to learn a language when you're over that age is not that easy because you already uh, you want to have an explanation for everything when you are learning English and the pronunciation is really difficult. So it has taken me a while to to feel more comfortable. Um, yes, you we can learn it. We can learn the language and we can communicate with people. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. And just pay attention every day to how people pronounce things. But it's been a journey <laughs> just yeah. learning the language. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, and I, I commend language learners so much. It, it, like you mentioned, it's, it's so difficult um, to to even embark on a journey of learning another language, I was a French minor in uh, in my undergrad, and I feel like I spent a lot of time, you know, like practicing and, and understanding what the language sounded like in a classroom setting. But um, the classroom setting is like only one setting in which you use the language. Yes. So I don't have like barely any conversational skills in in mm-hmm. speaking French, which means my full comprehension of the language is not very high. <laughs>
1: But if you read it, I bet you you probably understand a lot. And, and then if you yeah. learn French, uh, will learning Spanish will be easier actually because the grammar structure is very similar. Yes,
0: so. one of these days I will be trilingual.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, come to TCC.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, you feel free to introduce yourself again um, in Spanish if you'd like.
1: Mm-hmm. Sí, soy Gloria Arias, y soy de la Ciudad de México. Llegué a Tulsa, Oklahoma en 1994 y cuando tuve oportunidad de asistir al colegio, al Tulsa Community College, me contrataron para trabajar y empecé a estudiar. Obtuve un certificado en español. Y posteriormente me fui a la universidad de NSU en Tahlequah, donde pude obtener la carrera de la licenciatura en español. Y después en Broken Arrow estudié la licenciatura de en negocios internacionales. Uh, posteriormente fui obtuve mi maestría en español para poder enseñar en el colegio y uh, también la carrera de de de, interna- de, de negocios de uh, que le llaman aquí en inglés MBA uh, Masters of Business Administration uh, ya ahora me cuesta trabajo traducirlo al español <laughs> pero eh, Entonces, esto me ha permitido uh, trabajar en el colegio, en el Tulsa Community College, y hacer diferentes actividades. Mi actividad principal es en, en la calle 22 y uh, Tenemos ahí el edificio de Outreach Center, el centro de alcance de educación del colegio. Y ahí nosotros damos información sobre todo a los chicos hispanos para ingresar al colegio. Y también uh, la educación me ha permitido enseñar, enseñar clases de español, enseñar clases también de negocios en el Tulsa Community College.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. So, so you mentioned um, in your introduction kind of your relationship with Tulsa, it, you know, started, you know, almost 20, over 20 years ago. But mm-hmm. how has that relationship changed over time? Um, I, I can tell you a little bit about mine. I moved to Tulsa when I was nine years old um, back in 2007. And I have seen the city change so much. Um, I, I've primarily been approximated to the Midtown area, so kind of around like 31st and Harvard. But like, um, I went to school in Midtown at Edison, and then went to high school at Booker T. Washington. Um, worked in some uh, at a neighborhood pool at 31st Memorial, pretty kind of close to the outreach center. Mm-hmm. So Tulsa has been a place I've had a little bit of experience everywhere in, um, and I've seen a lot of those areas change over time. How, is that, how have you seen Tulsa change?
1: I am, I am impressed by the change. And I also feel like we, people who live, who have lived in Tulsa, uh, you know, from this 20, 30 years ago and from and still living here, uh, uh, you know, in Tulsa, I, I think it's an um, interesting change that, uh that you see how uh city can, is becoming more uh, multicultural uh di- diverse now you can find all sort of foods everywhere uh w- events that uh, where people get together and it just i just love it i i i loved Tulsa when i came here first but now I love it more. <laughs> I just think that the that, that diversity is always a uh, very uh, makes the city more um, attractive, and and also the job opportunities and the uh, you know foundations that we have in Tulsa, the the major in Tulsa. You know, I just uh, see that how uh, work, how hard he works to 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 put this you know to to make. Uh, immigrants welcome so uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of people have come uh, from other states not only immigrants from people uh, Americans who have found a job here in Tulsa so it's a place of opportunities now I would would say that
0: no I I so share that sentiment and I I think I've seen that grow a lot more kind of in in my um, past couple of times I guess, past couple of times. I agree with you so much. I I think that I've noticed um, over the past few years, like now that I'm in this professional world, seeing those job opportunities and and being someone that is um, available, I guess, for those opportunities or just have it on my radar, whether it's for other um, candidates or people that I know in my community, um, I've seen the opportunities grow a lot. You're not going to be just focused in one area and one sector and one part of town anymore there is that kind of flexibility and an opportunity for a lot of folks um, through a lot of other folks's hard work to create those opportunities which is great
1: absolutely and also because i have worked for you know Tulsa Community College for uh, more than 20 years i have seen the change there as well yeah you know like i remember when i tried to take english classes there I went. As soon as I came from Mexico City, I wanted to study English. I couldn't. I couldn't afford taking ESL classes there because they would, they would charge me um, out of state tuition. Or wow. I have to get my visa, like F1 visa, you know, for international students. So you have to prove that your income is really high, that you, you know, that you are basically, uh, you don't have any economical <laughs> issues. So I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't take English classes at TCC. But now... It's so easy because anybody can take classes there. There is no that requirement. And it's just helpful because, yeah. yes, it's, um, you know, we live in Tulsa where most people speak English and so we need to learn English. But also it's an opportunity, of course, for people who learn, uh, speak only English and want to learn Spanish, then practice with us. We'll yeah. be happy to, to help you.
0: No, that's amazing. I, th- I love that you pointed out that like accessibility change over time because it's, mm-hmm. it's so important. And. Um, I, I hope that we continue that trend. It needs to be um, l- language is is our form of communication. And I think for a really long time, and this is just my personal opinion, I feel like for a really long time, we undervalued the education of language and um, creating more opportunities for that is so important. I mean, the fact that um, I have neighbors in in, in Tulsa and, and people in my community that I would love to communicate with and i it's it's I have to take it on myself to say I can't communicate with them, not just they can't communicate with me mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. It, it is a two- way street absolutely, when it comes to language absolutely. acquisition,
1: and when you travel also, you enjoy more uh, talking to uh, local people, you know, like a mm-hmm. lot of people in Tulsa. I have met a lot of people who have gone to Cancun, uh, you know, to the south southeast area of Mexico. And it's just nice if you get to talk to people uh, there in Spanish. As yeah, well. that's yeah. awesome.
0: Um, so you, you've mentioned your work at the um, Education Outreach Center. Yeah. I'd love to kind of talk more about um, about your work there. Sure. Let's also talk about, um, if you know, too, like the history of the center and, and specifically where in town you're located.
1: Yes, that uh, building is a small little building located on 22nd and Garnet next to Morelos' store. Um, and it was created, that it was set there um, in 2007. To mainly help assist the Hispanic community who that mainly live there, and also there is a Vietnamese community. Community, so it was to have uh, to offer access to uh, to people who living in that in those locations around the the twenty second, twenty first, and Garnet area, so they can uh, they can uh, you know get. English classes information about programs and certificates that we offer at TCC and also uh, get information in Spanish so mainly people who work in that building uh, we speak Spanish there so and, and we provide all the resources and uh, all the information about getting uh into higher education
0: that's amazing mm-hmm. and and I think the the main one of the main points I want to touch on here is like um, the importance of being in the community, and I, I think that where you guys are located at Twenty First and Garnett is is really a great example of being in the community and what you choose to serve. Because, like you're saying, um, the you primarily speak Spanish there, or, and you know, of course, there's access to English speakers too to kind of bridge that gap with the Vietnamese community. But being in the community where you are intending to serve and make yeah. that change is so important, and and I love that. I love that you get to do this work um, in that community. Yes, thank you.
1: And we have people who live in the area and don't drive. Mm -hmm. So it's very convenient for them to walk and then, uh, you know, take the ESL classes, for instance, there. We have... English classes. We have had English classes all the time there. We also have a certificate bilingual uh, child development certificate program that uh, usually students take there. So it's been about five years that we have that certificate there. So it's very convenient uh, for people to be able to get all the information in Spanish. And and I will mention something super important. You know, sometimes we take things for granted. For instance, applying for financial aid. Um, people who have grown here is is something that they already know but we don't uh, especially, you know, people who come from other countries because yeah. it's not the system. So it's very nice that you have, if you have somebody to explain you that in Spanish and telling you, you know, you will need this, your tax income information another information that you will uh, provide uh, so you can, you can take classes there. So helping in the language is very important. And yes, the location, I usually say it's a small buildi- building, but we do big things here. Yes, uh, yes. We, of course, we don't have all the areas that, a main campus offers, however, we connect students with the area. We have all, you know, we connect students with financial aid, with advisors, with anybody who na- they need to talk to. We uh, And the fact that we have, after the pandemic, you know, something positive, if I can say, that brought, mm-hmm. uh, uh, among all the negative things that brought, but th- something positive is that, that now we are closer in the sense that we communicate through Zoom, through Teams, through any, you know, internet yeah. uh, connection. So it's uh, now we can communicate it doesn't matter where we are located basically so that also has helps us because when a student comes to the outreach Center if we don't have the answer then we connect the student with the area right there so the student doesn't have to to drive farther so yes we try to provide as you know as much services as possible there but the main thing has been uh, assisting the Hispanic community um, most of the students who go there or, or uh, adults who want to get information they uh speak Spanish we have a few Vietnamese that have stopped by the area, but it's mainly the Hispanic community. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: no, that's amazing. I th- I love that you touched on kind of the accessibility of the location um, and and even being walkable. I mean, that's something I'm. It's actually something I'm really passionate about. Um, and I hope that we can kind of see some uh, direction change for that mm-hmm. in Tulsa because I I want Tulsa to be more accessible in terms of whether it's walkability or like access to tr- uh, public transportation. It's some. It's something I. I don't know how I'm going to get involved in it, but I feel like I'm going to get involved in it someday. (laughs) Yes, and
1: the Tulsa Global District is right now working really hard in that area to to make things better there so more accessible and, and changing the view and, and but keeping also the tradition there so it's a, it, it's getting the changes is, is happening as well yeah. so I hope you could get involved too.
0: Yeah the Tulsa Global District is something I've been really wanting to talk about on this podcast. Um, what What's kind of your familiarity with it? Well
1: uh, there's Luisa, um, I w- don't want to mispronounce her last name but I would say Luisa is the, the director of the program and they are looking into what changes or so how they can involve uh, business owners in Area to to keep the place to to keep the businesses that are there, but to make it safe safe there to make it. Uh, more like, uh, beautiful and enhance the area, basically more accessible, provide mm-hmm. more accessible to people who live in the area. And we are right there next to those uh, Hispanic business. It's a very dynamic area. If, yeah. if you have never been there and uh, go, I will invite you to go to the um, stores. The Mexican stores have all the Mexican products that you want to buy in Mexico. So it's, uh, it's the, the place is always full. And mm-hmm. we also have right uh, behind the, the Mexican store, there is the, the Vietnamese store, which is also huge. Yeah. So um, when I've been there at the restaurant, or so, it, it's always uh, a lot of people there. So it's it's very nice actually to go there. You will not get bored because there are not only stores and restaurants, but places to the stores to buy things. So it's it's uh, it's it's very nice, very interesting. That's
0: yeah. awesome, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the Global District is located. Um, off of Lewis and uh, Utica uh, by Admiral, so by, right off of two forty four. Where where would you? Um,
1: it's put that it on the, map? the The global district is going to be on that area on twenty first and, and Garnett. Mainly. Oh, that's mm. the global district. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah, it's you. Tulsa global district is 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 in loca- located in that area where they want to basically enhance and keep those businesses there. Amazing. Yeah, okay. it's just amazing. And and then um, I will provide you the information of Louisa because that would be great for you to speak with her and she yeah. can just yeah, give the story behind and and then all of the things that they are uh, that, that have in mind. I mean, it's just amazing uh, all of the things that they want to do there for for the community. So yeah. I do appreciate it very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And and I think your work is uh, directly related to what can keep the, the global mm-hmm. district yeah. alive in that sense. And so mm-hmm. I'd love to kind of talk a, a little bit more about what you what you do at the Outreach Center. One sure. things that um, one of the things I wanted to touch on um, were the My Dream Scholarship and the America Reads America Counts Tutoring Program. If you don't mind sharing absolutely. some information about that,
1: absolutely. So one of the of the um, th- responsibilities that we have is to provide information as as far as financial aid information. So uh, My Dream is Scholarship is scholarship um, funded by private foundations in Tulsa that help students. Who don't qualify for state or federal uh, aid, financial aid, so those students who cannot fill out FAFSA uh, because they you know they've been in the U.S. for not too long or they are in the process of fixing their uh, immigration status, so they can apply for this scholarship. This scholarship is for students who have been in um, in. Uh, high school in Tulsa or Rogers County for at least two years. They need to apply when they are in their 12th grade. They cannot skip one semester. They have to apply when, you know, right there in in high school. Other, Other than that, they will miss the opportunity. And the benefit of this scholarship is that it pays for uh, the school at TCC, basically tuition and fees for up to three years of 63 credit hours. And that scholarship also transfers to OSU Tulsa. It pays portion of the tuition there, but it's very, very helpful. Um, we have a lot of success with the scholarship. This has been in place since 2011, so it's been over 10 years already. And usually uh, this foundation uh, accepts students, about 45 students uh, per year, academic year. So my part of my job is to follow them. I follow the students for three years, you know, and hopefully they will not drop out from, from college and they will uh, success, complete their uh, associate's degree and then go to 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 OSU Tulsa. So it's uh, it changes the lives of many students. I have seen them, you know, starting um at TCC their degrees and they now finishing the university is very impressive. And you see the potential of these students who sometimes maybe discouraged of not getting into college because they don't they cannot apply to financial aid through FAFSA But when you see them with this scholarship and you, you meet them after they graduate from OSU Tulsa, it's just amazing. It's just um the opportunity that is for for the students and for their families as well. Because you know their families also, benefit of a student uh, getting that degree.
0: Oh, that's amazing. I, and, and before you jump into America Reads, I just wanted to comment kind of how important that scholarship is. And one thing that I would say it is it pretty similar to is the Tulsa Achieves program um, that mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty familiar with through. My mother, who's a a college and career tech advisor, but this is a a program and you can correct anything that I say that might sound wrong, um, but it's essentially a a program that helps connect um, high school students to um, two years of TCC Mm -hmm. for free. Um, yes. After their after the completion of their high school yes. diploma,
1: thank you for asking because exactly this my dream scholarship tries to mirror the my, my the the Tulsa Chiefs program. It's a gap funding program, so basically students apply to FAFSA, and if FAPSA doesn't cover you know their tuition and fees, then. The college will pay for their classes. So uh, same requirements like my dream students have to, you know, come to TCC right after they graduate from high school. They cannot take one semester break. You know, because sometimes the students yeah break. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, you cannot have one yet. Then, so it's a very, very helpful program because then the students don't have to worry about uh, how will I pay for college, and parents don't have to pay also for for that. So, uh, I would suggest uh, students to come to TCC after you know high school. And there is not a deadline. Well, kind of, but not exactly like my dream. You know, students sometimes I have seen students applying when it's June, June July, uh, you know, but students can apply before, don't have to wait until they finish high school. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a very, very helpful program. All they have to do is, you know, they have to have 2.0 GPA, live in Tulsa County. Uh, that's very important, though. has mm-hmm. to be Tulsa County. And also, if they have not lived for four years in Tulsa County, the, the, the Tulsa chief's pay um, is, is um, depending on the number of years, they can be paying 100% or 75% or 50% or 25%, depending mm-hmm. on the number of years a person has been living in Tulsa. So if you don't live in Tulsa, Area, I would suggest you to move to move to Tulsa. So, uh, if you have students in, or if you're a student, you know that is going to finish high school, so you can take advantage of this wonderful, wonderful program. All the TCC asks for is that you complete 40 hours of community service per year. Which is wonderful, yeah. you know. Students when they go to any place, the food bank or Red Cross or, or with us to do uh, the community service hours, it, they enjoy and learn as well. So um, they can also help nonprofit organizations. Any non-profit in Tulsa that they want to uh, learn more, they can do their hours there if they are accepted. So it's a it's a win-win situation.
0: Yeah, it's it so is. I thank you for th- going into the detail on that. I really appreciate it. I think I think. It's so important to talk about the importance of access to scholarships. And um, one thing I wanted to note too is that for folks listening that um, either qualify or know someone that might qualify, I think uh, an important note about this is if, you, if Tulsa is your community and Tulsa is the place that you really like, I mean, this is the opportunity in which you get to stay and learn and then also grow in a really important part of your life here in the city that you know maybe your family is all here, you're, you're really close to your community um, that community of care is so important for that undergraduate experience, and something that um, although I went you know I went to New Hampshire way too far from <laughs> Oklahoma um, it was something I kind of craved when I was there. It was like you know where are my people that I know that support me well they 're in oklahoma you know I, I, of course i'm i 'm here making a new community up in New Hampshire, but um if if that 's a big leap for you like uh, I, I think it's it's worth considering that opportunity here, um, where your family is, where people that you know support you are kind of already located.
1: Absolutely. And I think that we live in a city where we have, you know, very generous donors as well. For instance, there is one program at TCC uh, that is a child development program. Uh, the scholarship is called Bridging the Gap. Bridging the Gap, if you want to study and you know, to help kids, you know, babies to toddlers or above, uh, you can study at TCC basically also for free. And and in this case, for the Bridging the Gap program, you don't have to be like uh, uh, to apply after you graduate from TCC. From high school, no, you can you can maybe become a ma- mother and then you say, oh, I want to go back to school, and then you apply for that scholarship. It pays for everything. It pays for all the classes. It, it also pays for the books, so it's a great blessing, and yeah. it's just you know pay, pay by one foundation here in Tulsa. So it's wonderful because they uh, you know then these people, uh, these professional professionals in the childcare, will be helping other kids growing in Tulsa. So quite a great you know honor to to serve and to help those those kids. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I, that's awesome. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for that. Um, also, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the America Reads, America Counts tutoring program, if sure, you don't
1: mind. Sure, sure. This program is a federal funding program. So what is what it is is um, work study students students you know taking classes at TCC they can apply t- for the tutoring tutor program or tutoring program, and they get to teach math and English uh, reading and writing to kids, to children, elementary school children. So um, we have about 25 uh, children at the outreach center who come in the evening after school to receive tutoring services by one of our students at TCC. So to apply for this program, yes, you need to qualify for uh, financial aid uh, through the federal government, FAFSA. And and then if you do qualify, then you can become one of our tutors. And it's a wonderful program because uh, the kids sometimes don't, don't have the time or parents don't have the time to spend at least 50 minutes with the kids. And if you pay a tutor outside, it's about $25 an hour. So here is the the service is free for the kids. And then so you get kids get to spend fifty minutes an hour with, with one of our tutors. And you may think well they are no, you know, they are still student at is students at is. We have had the most talented students there. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a nurse, for instance, a student getting, you know, her nursing degree. We have a, a last semester a, a air traffic controller there uh, helping the kids. And it's so interesting because they also share with the kids not only reading, you know, writing and math skills, but also they talk about their degrees. You yeah. know, I have heard the tutors talking about, like the nurse was, was, talking, about, was talking about the blood and how it goes. Through the veins and things like that, I was really paying attention because <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's super interesting!" And the kid was asking these wonderful questions. And then their traffic controller student, that already graduated, he was talking about planes and they, you know, the the things that they have to control to the computer. And also, the kid was fascinated, uh-huh. fascinated. So I think it's very important also to expose kids to other, you know, young uh, students who are getting prepared for the workforce or, or just, you know, getting ready. For, uh, to attend a four-year institution
0: yeah I, I love I, you you use the word that I love to use constantly and uh, about exposure exposure is so important for I, I think, You know, opportunity development, how you can even see potentials, you know, if if you're exposed to it and you're able to see what someone else is doing, you know, like maybe if I had been tutored by an air traffic controller, I would be directing (laughs) planes right now. Like you never know. And that can be even for like software engineering. Like that's another one that we've Mm -hmm. we've actually had that conversation on the podcast before. Like how, you know, for for me personally, I, I had never, I didn't really know what coding was until probably college, like computer science. And and that's so crazy. You know, I, I'm I'm someone that's of the digital age. You know, I grew up and had a phone like half my life and didn't necessarily understand that you could get a job and doing something like that. You know, and I think the point I'm trying to make here is that exposure is so important as, as kind of what you're saying and, and mm-hmm. getting kids at early age to to see the mm-hmm. potentials in themselves and um, kind of the paths towards that. Yes,
1: it is. We also have a student who was part of the orchestra in uh, t- at the So he uh, brought the vi- violin several times. That was so beautiful yeah. because then the kids were we were the audience. So they were you know we were listening to this student playing the violin. So it's it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. So it's a joy having those kids in the program. And then you may wonder you know how how do we do we promote this? Um, only once. I, I created a flyer and put it on Facebook. Only once. The program has been there for a few years. But in three days, I didn't have any more spaces. So I, I have to. Uh, nowadays, it's only word of mouth because we just don't have the capacity. So I would invite students to apply to become tutors at the outreach center to help us because we do have a lot of need. Uh, You know, I know the schools do a lot of work, a lot of things, a lot of work. We also work with reading partners. So reading partners in the morning, they are helping students, you know, very much. However, the need is still in. So if you can help uh, becoming a tutor, uh, apply if you are taking classes at TCC. Apply for the work study program that is called ARAC, America Reads America Count program, and then help those uh, kids to to be more successful at the school.
0: Yes, thank you so much. I, I, this is a great kind of segue into my last question for you, um, which I'm uh, love, I'm excited to hear your answer on. Kind of, what are some ways that folks? Um, whether it's TCC students or even f- folks local to Tulsa in our respective communities can help with the work of the Outreach Center's programming?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, th- there are different ways. One is if you want to volunteer and help the kids with math, reading or writing, you know, come come to us and we will be happy to assign a kid to you. Just like, like uh, reading partners do, you know, for volunteers that they want to help in the morning. So that will be one way to help kids. Also, you can help our English language learners. And, and you could actually learn Spanish. You know, I sometimes suggest, what about if you do 30 minutes of Spanish and 30 minutes of English? And then you can be, you could be helping uh, a student who is learning English. We can connect you with those students as well. So you are welcome to come to the Outreach Center and also come and stop to get, get information, what resources we have there. So you can share those with the community because, you know, we have, for instance, this scholarship, um, I wish everybody who could apply would apply, but they sometimes don't. Oh. Sometimes you know, time passes, and then the student comes and is like, you know, I want to know if there is any opportunity for me. It's like, well, okay, tell me about yourself. And then they already skipped one semester. It's like from high school, you know, after high school. So it's like I'm very, very sorry. So it's it's very, very sad when that happened. So um, if you, if we, if we all together share the resources available for young people, you know, it's always very, very helpful. Helpful.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And feel free to say something or something to that effect mm-hmm. in Spanish as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Si, sí, si ustedes pueden ser voluntarios o desean ser voluntarios en el outreach center, pues vengan a visitarnos. Nosotros recibimos a personas que quieren ayudar a los niños a, a aprender a leer, a escribir, y también con matemáticas. Inclusive hay niños que quieren aprender español porque algunos niños solamente hablan inglés ahora. Entonces uh, pueden pueden hacerlo, y si toman clases en el TCC, en el TCC, pues vengan con nosotros para que puedan aplicar al programa de América a ley y América cuenta. Pues, nosotros lo decimos siempre en inglés, es un poco diferente cuando se dice en español, pero so America Reads, America Council, si están tomando clases de, en el colegio, pueden aplicar para ser tutores de niños y pueden ayudar a la comunidad. Eh, otra cosa es que si ustedes desean practicar inglés o uh, si están aprendiendo inglés, en, eh, tal vez podemos conectarlos con miembros en la comunidad para que puedan practicar el inglés o puedan ustedes compartir el español con con la comunidad que quiera aprender español.
0: Thank you so much for that, Gloria. I have had an absolute pleasure talking with you today, Gloria. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our Grow With Us audience, anyways that Um, Folks can either get connected to you or um, to the work that you're doing at the Outreach Center.
1: Uh, Sure. Well, thank you. Uh, One more thing important, and I would like to say, you know, for the Mexican community, we now have we will have the Mexican counselor in Oklahoma City. And I told us, as I said, we were so lucky. For four years, the Mexican consulate has given us funds to help Mexican students in the summer. So that is very, that that's, that's incredible. I appreciate their help very much. So Now we will have them they are part of our partners, basically. Uh, another thing I'd like to say is just, stop by the outreach center on 22nd and Garnet. If you want to learn more about the programs that TCC offer, you know, as I said, we may not have all the information, but we will connect you with the area. One thing that we do there, very important, is that if you want to complete your FAFSA form and you want help one-on-one, we can help you there. You don't have to speak Spanish for that. We we would be happy to help you if you want to complete your FAFSA uh, form uh, to apply for financial aid and come to, to TCC. That's amazing. Si sí, ustedes son bienvenidos a, a visitarnos en el Outreach Center, si desean información sobre becas, sobre planes de estudios que tiene el colegio, requerimientos para entrar, ustedes pueden venir y les damos la información. Si no la tenemos, los ponemos en contacto con las áreas. Eh, también eh, pregunten sobre las becas. Siempre tenemos becas para la comunidad. Eh, si tienen hijos que van a llenar la forma de FAFSA y quieren ayuda uno a uno persona Thank you mm-hmm. so much, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you
0: so much for being on this episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for being on this episode of Grow With Us and for our listeners of Grow With Us looking for new opportunities, please join our Talent Network to stay in touch with our featured jobs and opportunities at Tulsa. You can visit our website, talent.intulsa.com. That's talent.intulsa.com. By joining our Talent Network, you will get access to our newsletter where you can stay up to date with our latest career advice, featured opportunities within Tulsa partner companies, and our placement success stories. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to be notified when, when more episodes of Grow With Us are released. Let us know what you think about how we're doing by rating and reviewing and maybe sharing with a friend. Huge thank you to our editors at Rant9 Production and Jesse Ulrich. This has been Grow With Us.